Yo, 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 what up, everybody? It's your boy, The D is Silent. Uh, it's a Monday, I think it's July 26th, 2021. It's like 10.30 in the morning right now. Um, and we're going to do an album review. Uh, it's an album that I've been listening to, I've not listened to about four times through. And I'm not going to say that I would have to listen to it another four times through at least. But I feel like I've listened to it enough to now give an honest opinion of what I think about it. And if a lot of you know, you know, if you're listening to the radio, I listen to the radio. I listen to a lot of music. Uh, in my cars at work, yesterday I was listening to the Acacia Strain, and then I finished off It Comes in Waves. And, and I've been trying to put that on loop here and there. Because I plan on seeing them later this year. Well, I not plan on it. I have seen them later this year, so I want to just, you know, it's repetition. If you listen to it a hundred times, you know the songs when, when they hit. But anyways, that's not neither here nor there. So I was listening to a lot of death metal yesterday. So I was like, oh, okay, well, a lot of death metal, deathcore, hardcore, metalcore, a lot of that, that realm of music yesterday, Sunday. I was listening to it. This morning and for the last week, this whole last week, last couple of days, uh, I've been listening to the radio as well. My work truck, uh, it does have an auxiliary, but I don't like to use the auxiliary in my work truck because I use it to charge my phone. So I can't do, I wish my truck had Bluetooth, but it's whatever. Uh, but that gets, that's not here nor there. So I listen to a lot of here where I'm at locally, 99.1 KGGI. It's a lot of 92.3, uh, Big Boys Neighborhood. It's a lot of uh, 97.1. It's a lot of, just a lot of music in general. Just like try to get a feel of what's out there, what's popping right now. And a lot of you, if you, if you don't know, a lot, a, a lot of the hits right now, they got it's heavy on the Doja Cat. Heavy on Doja. Now, myself personally, uh, I never listened to anything from her before. I know Bitch I'm a Cow uh, years ago took over the internet. I don't know if she made. I mean, I, I was. They say this is her third album. Uh, you know, I don't really know her other attempts at music, so I kind of got to not. I don't know her body of work, is what I'm trying to say. So I don't really know if, because I want to talk about Planet Her, and, you know, I've, I've now listened to it a couple times. I can give an honest opinion of what I think about it. I don't know her body of work. I don't know if this is better. I don't know if it's, you know like leaps and bounds better than what she's done. I don't know if this is a little bit of the same. I don't know if this is a down step for her. I don't know. I don't think it's a down step for her. I don't think it's level with any of her other stuff because all of a sudden the radio is playing Kiss Me More. They're playing uh, the song with The Weeknd. they're playing, I actually got another song or two out there that I'm not exactly sure they're not on this album. She might be featured on somebody else's music. 
But The Weeknd and Doja Cat are all over the radio. They're just all over the radio. They just got a lot of hits out right now. The Weeknd's got three or four songs out. Doja Cat got about three or four songs as well. Um, but I'd like to talk about this album. So let, let's start here. What do I think about it? What do I think about Doja Cat? You know, where do I give the album? Um, I don't want to sound like a hater or sound like somebody who's just giving her a fucked up review. But I think the album is pretty, pretty average in line with, you know, like a, an Ariana Grande album. It's, uh, uh, you know, um, like any other, there's nothing really separating her from, and it's not like, see, Cardi B, and I don't want to make them the comparison because they're not even the same type of, Cardi B is, like, balls out, explicit, sexually. And that kind of rubs people the wrong way, but it also just kind of, it makes her stand out that much more. Like, Lady Gaga, for a while, there was balls to the wall, crazy, overtly LGBTQ friendly. And that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, but that made her stand out, like, like crazy, crazy, like, that's how she blew up, like, not only is she making songs, but heavily on the gay tone, and, you know, that's how she made, carved, carved her fame out, I think Doja Cat is kind of missing that sort of an aspect, because I don't, there's, there's, like, she has a song with SZA, and, you know, you know, there's not much difference between, like, like, Saweetie and SZA and Doja, if you're following what I'm saying. Now, the album is good. I, You know, I, at first I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of middle of the road. I thought it was like kind of, eh. Then I have to listen to it, you know, two or three more times. I guess I would like to listen to it four or five more times before I... Because I'm eventually going to... I know for a fact I'm going to put this album down and not listen to it. I'll know the songs, but I just probably won't pick it back up. Like Ariana Grande's last album, her last like, two albums, just... They're kind of there. Uh, they're just kind of there. Like, I, I listen to them, but I just, they're kind of just there. Like, I don't give a fuck about switching positions. Like, that song is not enough to make me just fucking listen to that album on repeat. Like, it's just not. It's just, that's just my honest opinion. Uh, but the album is good. I mean, it, like, I can tell that there's a lot of good in this album. Like, I like a couple of songs. Um, you know, I don't know them off the top of my head, but I have to look at it. But I, mean, I could look at the at the discography right now. I like Need to Know. I like uh, Naked. I like alone, maybe, I like, uh, options, there's a, there's a few good songs, and then the guy, you get the songs you hear on the radio, of the ones that are on the radio, I think the one with The Weeknd is the best, I think that one's Your Right, is it Your Right, yeah, it's Your Right, Your Right with The Weeknd, now, I kind of feel like that's, probably, it maybe kiss me more, 
those are the two heavyweight songs of the album. Those are actually the two uh, songs that are on the radio. Those are the heavyweight. That's what's going to carry this album forward, you know, into Doja Cat's stardom. But those also have big features on it. So, uh, you know, again, like, I don't really know, like, it, it, she doesn't, to me, it doesn't really stand out. Like, The weekend stands out. Like, you just know who The weekend is. At the first little hymn, he starts hymning. Uh, the one with SZA is a, I, the one with SZA is a bob. Like, Kiss Me More. Uh, I do like it. But, again, I think, I, maybe if a couple more listens, I'll get the hang of it. I'll get, you know, the Doja Cat supremacy. But I kind of feel like there's nothing separating her from anybody else. You know, and like and like I said, I do like some of the songs. So, but I could already tell. I'm gonna listen to this one a few more times through. I'm probably gonna put it down after a few times through. Just what it is. I mean, and it's like I said, it's not that I don't like the music or I think it sucks or anything like that. But I kind of. Well, but you know what? But if this is her, like, if this is her graduating to like. And actual, this is what she plans on being the rest of her life as a musical artist versus just being online and doing whatever the fuck she was doing before, trolling people online, being like a little Nas kind of, but the female version. Uh, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a, of a start. Uh, like I said, to be even in the same category as like, you know, like an Ariana or or a SZA, or a Saweetie, or, you know, to even just be up there and being, like, you know, up with Cardi B's, uh, there's definitely a hierarchy into this game. Uh, Cardi is running up at the top, Ariana is up at the top, Nicki Minaj is up at the top, Lady Gaga is up at the top. And then there's like, uh, maybe Taylor Swift is up at the top. Where literally anything those those women put out, Beyonce's up at the top, Rihanna's up at the top. Rihanna's and Beyonce are kind of like taking a break. They kind of hit the snooze on the game. So has Nikki to a degree. Uh, the only ones that are running are Ariana. You got Cardi B. Um are up at the top. They're the top dogs right now, I think. And then you got everybody else. Like you said, you got your Sweetie, you got your Sizzy, you got your, now you got your Doja, you got your, I think even Megan Thee Stallion to a degree. You got Normani. You got these girls that are just like, like below the top dogs. And that's kind of where Doja is just residing right now. I don't know, like, I kind of feel like she got to go even crazier or even do something more wild. The talent is there. I got to say the talent is there. Uh, the talent is there on the album. She got a, a wide range. She can she can rap. She can do, well, she can, you know, she can flow a little bit. She can sing, actually. She can, uh, she can drop the melody down a little bit. 
Uh, I would like to see a little bit more. If we're like, if we're just talking honest, I think I would like to see a little bit more of music production because most of these songs sound like her voice is carrying a lot of the sound on this album, which is like I said that that had nothing to do with her. I don't know. Well, maybe it does. I don't know if she's actually in charge of the sound or the music, or if it's somebody else. Like these are things I don't know. Uh, but her voice is carrying the music, and the lyrics, and what she's singing is carrying the is carrying the music. Not the music is not carrying her. Like I think in the beginning, the music kind of carried Cardi to a degree. You know, in her first couple of hits, like, uh, the beats were just way hard, and then she was just on the track. I can't think of, uh, is it Bodak? Whatever that song is by Cardi B. I think the music kind of carried her more so than the, than she carried the music, but it's, uh, it's opposite with Doja. Doja's carrying the music. Uh, it would be fascinating to get her with the better you know, better uh, musical talent behind her. But then again, I don't know what's, you know, she needs some DJ help. Maybe Callie. Mike Will. Metro Boomin. You know, there's some there's some big names out there. I would even like to see, you know, Dr. Dre or Timberland come and help her. But I, I think they could, they could probably, and that probably is coming down the pike. That's what I think. I just kind of feel like she's carrying the music more than the music boosting her up. Uh, so there's that aspect to it. Now, overall, the album is good. I'm going to give it, if I'm going to give Planet Her a grade, I'm probably going to give it a seven. Uh, I think that the songs you hear on the radio are carrying most of the album up. Most of the people are like, yo, those songs are good. So they listen to it, and then you listen to the songs, you kind of get lost in the shuffle, and it's like, boom, you get hit with a single. And another single comes a couple songs later. And then another single. And then you get the the deluxe bonus edition of You're Right. And then you get hit with uh, a couple of sprinkling of other like songs in there that are, that are decent. Like like I said, uh, you need, uh, need to know and, you know, couple of other bops in there sprinkled along the way but that I don't think it's not a it's not a knockout for me anyway it's not a knockout album it's a it's a good album like I said I don't know I don't know her body of work before this so I just and I, honestly I wasn't gonna listen to it but I was like well damn Doja Cat's got hella songs on the radio they're all coming from like one album let me see what the rest of it is like and the rest of it is pretty good. It's not like I said. It's not doesn't just fucking immediately just like whoa. Like to me, it doesn't immediately blow knock my socks off. It's pretty. It's a good album. It just doesn't. It didn't blow me away. Maybe it blew some people away. And obviously, the songs that are on the radio, uh, people like them. So those songs are mega hits now. But I just, I feel like the, it could use with some more refinement. So maybe in her next attempt, her next album, 
you know, I'm assuming that this album is going to solidify her as a formidable musical talent. And hopefully the producers will come in and give her some banging-ass beats. Some really OG beats that are going to fucking push her over the edge, over the top. You know, launch her up to to the stratosphere of music. Maybe they don't. Maybe it doesn't come. Maybe, you know. But I think it could. Uh, Like I said, I think Doja Cat's talented overall as a a singer. Uh, I kind of feel like it's all there. It's definitely all there. You know, and I kind—I just kind of feel like I just—I just don't know. Maybe if I would have waited and listened to her other stuff prior, maybe I would have been like, "Yo, whoa, this is such a such an improvement." But I think it's a good stepping point for her. Um, you know, so there, there's that. So I—I kind of give it a seven. Maybe after I listen to it. Four or five more times. Maybe I give it a seven and a half or an eight. Uh, I know if you listen to the radio, Caliuchis is still in, in the loop. So I'm expecting big things out of Caliuchis as well the next go around. But I think if I can compare those two, I think those are the last two albums I talked about. I kind of feel like Caliuchis overall ha- uh, completely just broke out of being in the middle of the pack and just completely broke out. There's no doubt about it. Kali Uchis is now uh, a mega star on the rise. And Doja Cat is also a mega star on the rise. Kind of be interesting to see if Doja Cat can get... Uh, I think she's got a song with Nicki Minaj. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. Like, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see who Doja Cat collaborates with in the future. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more better. I, honestly, the the biggest song is the one, I think, the one with her and SZA and the one with her and The Weeknd. Those are some big names. So, I, I think those two songs, those two songs are good. They're not my, not my favorites of the songs. Uh, but those are her, the biggest songs. And I think those are songs that are going to carry, they're going to carry Doja Cat to the top. At least they're going to get her to the to the cusp. Whether or not she punches through is a whole different story, but uh, I did enjoy I did enjoy planning her. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog it. Like I said, I didn't as I was cut out there. Like I said, I don't I didn't want to sound like a hater. Uh, but I kind of feel like it's just like it's a little bit in the middle of the road. This is like a good, you know, a good little album for her. I kind of feel like she she put in the work, obviously. Uh, it's a good album for her. It's a good step before. I think it could be done better. I think if the, if I was... It, let, let me put it this way. If I was... Because I think she's signed to RCA Records or I don't know what record label. I, I, matter of fact, let me look it up. She is on... Yeah. Kimusabi Records and RCA Records. So, if I was those two peoples, the heads of those companies, I'm saying, look, let's open the fucking bank up 
to Doja Cat. Let's give her like ten million dollars. Just front the money to produce the next album. Let's bring in Beyonce. Let's bring in Lady Gaga. Let's bring in Cardi B. Let's bring in DJ Khaled. Let's bring in some big music titans, you know. Let's bring back, let's revitalize T-Pain's career and make some crazy mashup. Let's bring in, you know, I don't know. You know, you 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 make a you make a wish list. You make a Christmas wish list that you want all these things, and then you see who's available, who's not, who who's gonna come in, who really who who really blends well with the, with her style, and you, you and then you hit it, and then you know you give her her shot too to give her like, you know, you give her a, a fourteen fifteen song album, you know, like seven eight nine of the songs being you know, what she wants to do, and then you get, you know, five songs right there, just, like, that are, like, boom, 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 heavily, like, on the production, like, you know, turn those motherfuckers out to be mega hits, maybe she gets, maybe they land Rihanna, you know, you never know, that's, that's what I, that's what I would be doing, now that you see what's, capable of going on, what's capable of, uh, what she's capable of, what, you know, the next go-around in a couple of years, like you see, you just gotta, you just gotta, maybe Billie Eilish is sitting out there, you know, actually, and Billie Eilish, maybe I'll go and redo that, but that, that album is so far gone, I would like to review that one too, that one came in out of nowhere, and I still kind of like, wow, waiting for the second coming of Billie Eilish, but I told you, Kat, this is, this is a good step, and I think, like I said, if I was the record label, I would be like, yo, let's fucking give her the money, let's give her everything that she needs, you know, first class treatment, let's get, and I don't know if they did that already for her, but if I, I would even, I would, I would be right now, today, trying to figure out how to get another album out of her in another in the next two years and with and then do better and then be better. You know? That's where I would be. So that like I said I like I said I'd probably give this album a seven. I give Planet Her a seven out of a ten. Uh maybe even a seven and a half. Man some more times I listen to it. Like I'm gonna listen to it a handful of more times, so you know. But I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it a little bit because I kinda felt like Doja Cat's in right now. She's in like Flynn. And I kind of feel like uh, the music music is fucking chomping at the bit for anything new. You know, COVID kind of took most of the year off and we're listening to a lot of reruns, repeats of songs. And Doja Cat put out an album and it had some good features, and people just gobbled it up, man. Like, I didn't about to be a wave of music coming out the, over the next year. You know, people are just gonna be gobbling it up, whether it's good or bad. Uh, and then tours as well. Like, it would be interesting to see. I might pay attention to when Doja Cat tours just to see what 
what's the what's available, what's the plate like? The Doja Cat playing field. You say tours sell out if it's you know touring, you know the Forum or Staples Center. So I already kind of think that that's that she's that big of an artist where she's now going to be only able to see in like stadiums. But it'd be interesting to see. Is it like very interesting? It's very interesting for her going forward. That's where I'm kind. Of, that's where I'm. You know where I'm at. Was great. This was a great like. You know, this is a plate. This is a base. This is, this is the bar. The bar has been set right there for her. So I don't think she can go any more down. I think she can go only up. It is a good launch launching point for her. Uh, and yeah, I think I just kind of feel like that. That's exactly what this is. This is what this album is. This was like. May I don't know, like I don't know about her older, her other albums or her other attempts at music, but I think this was like the serious crack at it. This was, you know, she's up at the plate, you know, and she got her turn to swing the bat with all the confidence on the roster, and she and she cracked probably a double, you know. Uh, she hit a double. That's what I kind of feel. So like like she got on base and it kind of. You know, start off, I guess, maybe her career. Because this is, I think these are the first songs of her that are national radio hits. So I kind of feel like, yeah, this is a good start. It's a good double, a good double for her. I, that's what I feel. Um, like I said, I don't want to come sounding off. I did, I have listened to the album a couple of times. And I do enjoy it. I just kind of feel like it's just a tad on the middle of the roadside. Like, okay, like. I'm left with like, okay, well, what's next for her? Like, is, I, I would like to see go crazy. I would like to see Doja Cat go crazy. That's what I like from their artists. Like, I, I mean, very rarely do I give a negative on any on anybody's work because th- not everybody is, you know, a lot of people are misunderstood in their thing, and a lot of people, you know, I don't really. I mean, there is some negative things, but I won't. Sometimes I just won't talk about them, you know. Like people's albums, unless unless it comes to heavy metal, heavy heavy metal out for reals, no whole bards. You know, somebody's attempt at making heavy music and it just totally reeks of selloutness. But I, I liked what Doja Cat was got got going for. I like I like the album. Like I said, uh, Woman is good. It's a good start. Naked, you know. Need to know, you know. Um, options is good. I want to even see. I would even say, you know, the two hits. There's actually, I think, two or three songs on that are on the radio. I don't do drugs and a couple of other ones. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what. That's kind of how I feel about this Doji Cat album. I am in the process of trying to watch a couple of shows on Netflix. I haven't finished up, so as we segue out of, you know, talking about Doja Cat, we'll get to Netflix um, and perhaps Marvel. I would like to see, you know, if we're talking about Marvel. They need to start ramping up because Spider-Man's coming in Christmas, and that's five months away. Where's the fucking trailer? 
anything. We need some juicy tidbits of fucking something. Uh, they need to ramp that up. And I know also Doctor Strange is coming. What If is coming. But the What Ifs dropped the trailer and that was really good. Uh, but also, I would like to talk, talk video games because I kind of want to go over what I feel is... I'm, I'm going to get into video games here. I'm going to get back into it. I'm, I'm nearing the conclusion that Fuck buying a brand new. I could just get a good use one. PS5. I, I, maybe I'll start shopping around for a used PS5. Somebody that had it, maybe they fell in a little bit of hard times picking one up, you know, for like three, four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, getting getting that on, you know, my get my game on. Be interesting to to see that take take shape. There's some games I would like to definitely, you know have a crack at I've I just seen that they're redoing Dead Space. Uh fantastic game. I would like, you know, for my girlfriend to play you know, some of these games that I like, Skyrim or my I was telling her about Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And uh you know there's just several things that I would like to do video game wise. But before uh I close this ep- uh segue into the next episode i'm gonna pause it here and then when i get back hopefully about talking about something else uh been watching res this resident evil infant infant infinite darkness uh, i'm on episode three i'm chugging along really slow with it i'm also watching records of ragnarok and there's a couple other things I- i've also queued up a couple of shows to my list, and I'm like, oh, damn, the, the Troll Hunters is a Troll Hunters movie I would like to see. I would also like to see, there's, um, uh, I can't think of the He-Man show that dropped on Netflix, but there's that, so there's a couple of things, so hang tight while I get it and watch some, and may I have some time today to do it, so, you know, I'm gonna get out there and, uh, get some more content for you guys here shortly. Hang tight. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to wrap up this episode, and then I'm going to immediately do another episode because there's some big things happening, So, and it's a different subject. So so let me wrap up this episode. We were talking about Doja Cat and Planet Her, and like I said, you guys already, already gave my spiel about that. Um... If you like it, you like it. I, I like some of the songs. I don't like all the songs. Just personally, I just don't feel like it's... It doesn't do it for me personally. So, with that said... I also watched uh, Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans on Netflix. It's a culmination of the Troll Hunters of Arcadia, 3, 3D Below, and the Wizards of Arcadia, or whatever they were kind of into like their own they had their own marvel universe and and, uh it's different than marvel uh but it's also because it's kind of kind of got the guillermo del toro feel to it it's also got the pacific rim feel to it as well as you you know kind of like a godzilla film so and i think that that's what they were going for was like okay we built you know this kid cartoon for these kids like with wizards and, and aliens and spaceships and and 
you know, in troll hunters and trolls. And I do, I do, I myself liked it. I enjoyed it. This is something I've enjoyed. I watched, I watched the troll hunters, uh, Tales of Arcadia, and then I knew three below had three D below had to do. Or was from the same thing. I didn't know how it tied in. Uh, I ended up watching it all the way through. After I didn't watch it, I watched like one episode to start, and I let it go for like six months. And I was like, "Oh shit, there's another uh, Tales of Arcadia thing out." And eventually, then I watched them all. I watched all three series, and then I ended up watching the the movie. Now, just just so you know, if you don't, I mean, spoiler alert, but this ends it. Completely, and I kind of feel like I, you know what, they could pick it up again in a different sense. Um, but they kind of, they kind of, they changed it now, so it would be totally different. Um, but if you watch Troll Hunters and you watch 3D Below, I think it's either 3 Below or 3D Below, and then the Wizards of Arcadia. If you watched all of them, the, all three of them were good. Uh, like I said, it's built for kids. So if you're not into like kid dorky kid comedy, like a Jimmy Neutron or uh, or um, something like that, mixed in with the, just a tad bit of like swords and, and magic and stuff, like obviously this isn't for you. To me, this is like the How to Train Your Dragon little show that they had spin-off from How to Train Your Dragon, the movies. Uh, and I actually think that that's what they were going for. They wanted to build up a little bit of the episodes first, spend the low budget, and then eventually get to this movie, which eventually came out on Netflix as well. And I liked it. I, I, I liked it. I gave it a two thumbs up. This isn't my favorite animated show so far, no. But what I do like about it myself personally is that they started off with a good story. Uh, you know, Jim, he becomes the troll hunter. And that story was good. Three Below also was really good. I liked how they brought all the characters together, how they made them uh, blend with each other. Eventually for their own, like, Marvel-esque, you know, meeting, get-together. Like, oh, wow, like, they're they're all now a team. They're trying to save the Earth. That they all belong to. I like how the, the aliens crashed. You know, Aj and, and her brother. I think it's Aj and the sister. Um, and then, you know, and then the wizards, how they fit into it too. How they, Merlin actually is the one who created the amulet for uh, the troll hunter. And that was to help him because of the, you know, everybody, all of that stuff. You know, it was a little bit more better than, let's say, let's say a Jimmy Neutron, or it was a little bit more better than the the How to Train Your Dragon uh, episodes that, that were on Netflix, the race, the race to Dragon's Edge, or whatever it was. I keep thinking it's Race to Witch Mountain, but I think it's Race to Dragon's Edge or some something. Like it was a little bit better. It's better than that, definitely. Especially the story. That that one just seemed like they were just meeting different dragons. And then eventually they, they made a dragon island. And that was the end of it. But this one they kind of 
uh, spent a little bit more on the story and the writing of it and in the graphics of the cartoon and then and then eventually you get the movie the rise of the titans which centers around the three kind of the three celestial beings that make up earth fire water and earth obviously you know there's the elements so obviously you know kind of or actually fire ice and earth but you get a hint of that at the end of the wizards of wizards the wizard of tales of arcadia um but uh, but again and they all meet in the wizards that, that's kind of what i liked about the wizards the aliens met with the troll hunters with the with the wizards and you know duxy and all that you know i don't remember everybody's name because i actually didn't know i knew that there was going to be another thing of, of because it, the way it ended at the end of the wizards uh wizards of arcadia or whatever it was called but I didn't know that the movie was coming out, and I had no idea, so I didn't even brush up on it. But they had all your, they had all the the characters, um, Bravatos, they had Oz, uh, the Creep Slayers, uh, you know Jim and Tobes, you know they had uh, Nari and so on and so forth. And I kind of feel like, okay, they brought it all together into the movie, and you got a sense of that that was going to happen. Now, the three Celestials, I don't, I keep saying they're Celestials, but I don't know what they are. The three Elementals, they want to erase humanity off the Earth, and it's basically because humanity has been polluting the Earth, and they're just going to burn it all to ash. And, you know, they want to just recreate the Earth without people on it so that's their goal they hijack nari and they they summon these they call them titans you know but and the titans have been uh you know if you go all the way back to zeus zeus fought the titans uh which were basically the size of continents and would just walk around and you know zeus ended up imprisoning his father Kronos put uh he put the whole fucking strapped the whole thing to his back so if you're familiar with Titans you know you understand but uh, they are going the Titans are on their they get they get summoned and they get sent to find the stone that's in Arcadia that's in the that powers everything uh, magical, you know, it's the stone that's in the, what is it called, I wish, I wish those, the shows, I wish I would have watched them again, because the, I think it's called the, the dragon's, dragon's heart, or the dragon stone, that, once it touches with the titan, it just, like, the whole world just goes on fire. Uh, or, or it freezes, or the, the trees decimate everything. Uh, oh, my God. I'm fucking tired. But anyways, so they summon these titans, and the, the cast and crew don't know how to defend it. Uh, Jim does not have his 
powers because the amulet was broken. Uh, fortunately, one of the one of the elementals is like, okay, well, this is how you're gonna do it. You gotta um, summon the nine, and I guess the nine is all the characters that are that are Marvatos, Aj, and and everybody. Uh, damn, I'm almost getting they're almost crashing me. But anyways, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of characters, and they have to help Jim uh, get the sword of Arthur out of the rock. So it takes all nine it takes nine of them to do it instead of just being one solo person. It takes nine to get the to get the sword out, and when he gets the sword out, he's able to get one of the the jewels from the sword that was powered by Merlin. Then, then they can recreate the amulet. So all of this is going on. There, there's obviously some big. I like the. I like the look at the Titans. They kind of look like, if you know, like uh, Pokemon. They kind of look like a mix of uh, Regirock or, or Regigagas or Regigigas and uh, and like Fire. And the Fire Titan was cool. So was the Ice one. Um, and then they ended up bringing out a big robot, uh, that was designed by one of the, one of the creep sayers. I can't, I can't think of the, the kid's name, Eli. Uh, the other one got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, there was some, there was some things in there that, you, you know what, I, I thought were funny. Uh, they, overall, you know what, if you watched all of these, that you thought, I, I thought some of it, this, this was a great kid, like, uh, like, this is definitely designed for, like, kids between, like, 5 and, like, 12, or 5 and, like, you know, 13, 14, you know, in that, in that age group, uh, you know, just something that they could watch, it's kid-friendly, there's not, there's, like, literally no violence, and I mean, there is fighting, but there's not, like, violence of any sort or any blood or anything but then and then there's also a good story there's also like a lot of kid-friendly humor and, and honestly it's kind of corny and dorky but there is some fun there's some funny stuff i mean not everything has to be like uh the r-rated humor dark humor like uh some light humor is funny too like you know i think everybody gets to chuckle when somebody farts you know that's not, you know, especially in like a crowded room and <laughs> and it's loud, you know, and it's and the room was quiet to start. Like, who doesn't like a whoopee cushion? Like, you know, and who doesn't chuckle at that? You know, I would. <laughs> I do. I do still. You know, you ever cut a fart around people and they're like, and it's just like it's just funny because it's so unexpected. That's kind of that's kind of how the the show, yeah. I mean, it's like really, like kid friendly humor. So, but there's a there's so when uh I can't think of his name when he ends up getting pregnant, uh, he's a uh I can't think of his name, but he's part of the creep slayers. I know that. Eli's one. I can't think of his actual name, but he's dating. I think he's dating Oz from three three below. <laughs> three below. Anyways, that was their seventh kiss. He ends up getting pregnant, right? She's and she tells him, oh, no, like, you're going to get pregnant. 
And so he's like, what? And then I, <laughs> at some point he's like, I don't know why pickles and ice cream taste so good. <laughs> and then uh, he ends up giving birth to seven kids. Uh, I don't know. I, thought that, I don't know. That, that, that whole thing was funny. Uh, him being pregnant the whole time. He was cry. I think he was cried over the sunrise. <laughs> uh, the the whole thing, the whole thing was funny. That that whole thing, but there was a lot of funny stuff into it. You know, that's not the only funny thing. Um, Tobes is funny too because he's just a he's been a goofball the entire time. So, long story short, they they the Titans are some they're on their way to go get. Uh, oh, and, but you know what? Eli designs a big robot for Barbatos, and it kind of looks like a. It that kind of reminded me of Pacific Rim, like, and I get Guillermo del Toro obviously was like, I guess he was like, yeah, we can have a big robot and big Titan showdown. Why not? It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that long. Like they probably it was probably like five minutes of the little movie. Uh, but they had a big Jaeger robot, alien robot come down and battle one of the titans slow it down enough to where it makes sense and, they, and i like that they brought every single character back like into existence now a lot of people die well they they don't die but a lot of, they get like erased out of context in the little show in the movie uh some side characters even tobes to a degree tobes ends up dying uh, he just sacrifices himself, and uh, and at the end of it, this is where this is where I'm not sure if they can make more or or they are gonna make more or it's just ending and you're gonna end it on this note. But at the end of it, Jim has the amulet and he has the ability to go back in time and try to redo the entire timeline so that way nobody ends up dying and then everybody ends up getting what they want you know like his mom ended up falling in love with the teacher that he was that was uh i think i think they were the the changelings or what i think that's what they were called uh obviously he's trying to make tobe survive wants to bring back a couple of other people that kind of got uh, saved Duxie and, and Duxie, Duxie and the dad ended up getting stuck with no uh, with no way to open the bridge that goes into the, the troll actually there was a dragon trolls that they went into in somewhere in Hong Kong and they, so they get stuck down there Duxie and the, and the dad the dad dragon um, anyways so it's like several, like several, so several things happen. So Jim has the ability to time time travel once, and you know most people were like, you know, they didn't want him to do it, but they were like, okay, well, you know, we they had built all of this up, like it would suck for it not to go the same way that it went the first time, because he ends up falling in love with, you know, or having a little romance with. I can't think of her name that controls the dark magic uh, off the top of my head. It's his little girlfriend. 
So he kind of like he gets stuck with the uh, choice of what he's gonna do, and he ends up going back to try to save everybody. At which point, he knows his conscience is knows, and you go back all the way to the first episodes of the Troll Hunters, and he sends Tobias to go pick up the amulet underneath the the bridge initially where he where Jim found it which I thought was like okay so the the whole story gonna redo as Tobias Tobes uh is the main he's going to be the troll hunter. Uh which you find which in the in the story leading up to it he's not he's the he has the hammer he's kind of the dorky one. So I don't know if it's going to play out. And Tobes has no idea that this happened. He ends up being the troll hunter. And I, 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 this is where I kind of feel like it's not going to work the same way. Because even though Jim knows everything that's going to happen, uh, Tobes is now in control of everything. So it, I don't think it would end up the same way. So I don't, I don't know if they're gonna touch on that, redo it, like go all the way forward again, or they're gonna pick up another movie, or maybe Jim help him along the way. I'm not 100% certain, uh, but it'd be interesting to find out. Like I said, that that the the ending of it was good. That the home, the Troll Hunters, the whole series and the movie that they ended up. The little animated movie that they ended up putting out to me all together was a plus plus. Uh, the movie is standalone. I give it like like a, a seven and a half out of ten, but maybe even an eight because I thought it was a little bit better than than the series actually. Uh, obviously, it's still a little bit kiddish, so I mean you, you got to take that with a grain of salt. And and then they basically reset the whole timeline. So I don't really know if how that plays going forward. There's a lot of things that are like op- open to interpretation, which I but I thought I, I thought it was a good ending. I thought it ended really good. Like I said, I, I give it a two thumbs up. I liked it. If you even watched Troll Hunters or the the movie is really good. Wraps up all the stories into one into one epic showdown, and it just basically you know. It ends the story like it. Well, you know, it could go on, but I, I don't know if they are. But it could go on maybe a couple years from now. Tobes being the main character. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the Troll Hunter, the Rise of the Titans. I, I like I said, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. You know, a, a lot of funny, quirky humor, a lot of kid kid friendly stuff, and then I, they had. They threw a little bit more budget to it and just made the movie, I thought, I thought really good. Really big scale and, you know, and then it had some consequences, like, to people's actions. And was it just so, like, like every good guy wins and the bad guys just suffered. And, like, no, the, some of the bad guys, some of the bad guys uh, got what they wanted, too. Like, some people, you know, some people just had to make the sacrifice play, like, Tobes. Um, so it was good overall. Overall, it was really, really good. Uh, but that, I'm gonna end that here. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna get to talking maybe like later today or tomorrow about another subject. So uh, I'm gonna get this posted up, and then I guess, I guess I'll see you guys 
shortly again. Alright, so follow me on Instagram. Maybe I'm going to start these episodes saying follow me on Instagram or, or follow me on TikTok. I'm on TikTok now, but I don't really do shit on TikTok other than showcase colorful flowers. But maybe I would I would use it maybe more if I had people following me, you know. If I had a following there, I would do more TikToks, I suppose. But I maybe I'm going to start pushing my, you know, my TikToks and my Instagram and my Twitter in the beginning of these episodes. And even to a degree, my YouTube. So, uh, I obviously admit, well, maybe I should put it in, in the description as well so people can find me. Uh, and start kicking my podcast around. But we'll see how that goes. Let me Maybe I'll do it on the next one. So, with all that said, guys, I, I'll, I'll get this posted up and then I'll, I'll catch you guys real soon. And then after that, we'll get, you know, talking to other subjects. All right. Laters.